so I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to have a theological impact because there's, uh, I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I'm telling you what the theological impact is, is, is that there is no theology in there. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the, to the Mer Scriptura podcast. It's been a while. Uh, I'm reminded of a uh, scene in Ghostbusters 2 where Bill Murray is talking to Sigourney Weaver and she says, you're not going to try the same old cheap lines on me, are you? And Bill Murray says, no, 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 I've got all new cheap lines. So I've got all new new mere reading uh, to share with you. It is uh, on the Northern Book of Judges. And I feel like I've uh, I've learned a lot since I've released first released the Eloisaurus series. Uh, if you haven't checked out that series yet, be sure to do that. But uh, in the meantime, I've I've articulated my uh, methodology, and so I've refined my mirroring uh, quite a bit. And uh, I think it really shows in in this work. And um, I'm really excited to share it with you. It took about uh, two months time. So the Eloise took about three months and uh, that was just for the initial thoughts. Whereas two months on the Northern Book of Judges was uh, everything. I've got all my blog posts written already. So my thoughts are much more refined for this for these podcast episodes. Uh, the number of words for uh, the Elo source was about twelve thousand. Uh, number of words for the Northern Book of Judge Northern Book of Judges was about nine thousand. I started getting burned out a little bit after a month, uh, just getting into the nitty gritty detail. So if I could get um, uh, a smaller size book to work on around 5,000 words. I think maybe I could put out more content more often, maybe. Um, so Elijah and Elisha are next on the list list to mirror read. And I think that's about the size that it's going to be. So hopefully it won't be such a long wait uh, for the next content to come out for mirror reading. The Yahweh source is about 70,000 words. So I'm not sure how I'm going to handle that if I ever... And get around to me reading that source. It's a huge uh, amount of content to process. Um, but I, I've also started integrating more uh, other biblical research into my into my own work, uh, adding some citations to my to my blog post and incorporating their work. I got two commentaries. One was uh, was it the American, the New American Commentary, which was garbage. That was the one I got for judges. Uh, I got a 50% off at Logos, though. So that was a good deal. Um, and then f- uh, Samuel, I did a new international commentary on the Old Testament. That was a little bit better. Still not really impressed with either one of them, but still pulled pulled some citations from, from them both. So it wasn't a total waste, but um, trying to integrate more work uh, into my own work. So, you know, I think... Uh, I think that helps make make things better. Uh, one of the new things I'm going to try on this, uh, well, for all future podcast episodes, is I'm going to uh, use swearing, use swear words. So uh, if you're offended by that, I'm sorry. But if you're offended by swear words, you're probably not going to like my podcast anyways. Um, but I just feel like sometimes I best express what I'm trying to say. And I think it gives a little bit more authenticity because if you're talking to me face to face, that uh, I'd probably use some swear words. And so I think it would just be more natural. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Plus, my mom doesn't listen to my podcast, so we're good there. 
so it's not going to be gratuitous or anything, but having said that, uh, this next series is really fucking good and, uh, I think you're really going to enjoy it. So, uh, we'll see. There's some really interesting things that I've discovered mirror reading, like, uh, Ahud's assassin, assassination, assassination never happened. Cicero raped, uh, Jael. Gideon was a Midianite king. Jephthah wasn't an Israelite. Samson was gay. Samuel didn't serve Yahweh. And Saul was spliced into Jonathan's family tree. So, uh, some really interesting, interesting opposing narratives that the biblical narrative was responding to. And just as a reminder, I am a proponent of the supplementary hypothesis. So if you don't know what that is, go ahead and listen to episode two, I think it is, on my podcast where I go over that. Uh, Basically, it's uh, the book of Judges was written by more than one person. And so this northern book of Judges that I'm doing this series on is one of those uh, people who I'll refer to N since N is the first letter of Northern Judges. And I also want to reiterate that uh, the Northern Book of Judges is very much uh, political propaganda, just like the Eloist uh, series was. Very little uh, theology, which I'll, I'll, I'll get to that later. But there are seven cycles in the Northern Book of Judges. Uh, there's Ehud, then Deborah, Barak, and Jael, then Gideon, Jephthah, Samson, Samuel, and Saul. So you'll notice that uh, S- Samuel and Saul are not part of the regular Book of Judges, but uh, originally they were part of the Northern Book of Judges before uh, getting pushed out uh, into First Samuel. Now these uh, narratives likely existed beforehand. So N is just taking previously known uh, narratives, pre- previously known heroes, really. Uh, actually, this is probably better better book term for this. Would, instead of Northern Judges, it'd probably be Northern Heroes. N doesn't really use the, the term Judges for all of the characters in the narrative. Um, uh, but these are all uh, heroes, and he's he is repurposing he's basically repurposing these heroes uh so this was written in the northern uh tribes of israel uh just like uh Eloist was but this is a this is a little bit less northern so we're moving whereas in the Eloist, ephraim is pretty dominant seen as head over or is uh, uh, pushing the agenda that Ephraim, the tribe of Ephraim, is head over the other tribes of Israel. But in uh, with N, he is pushing that uh, Benjamin, the tribe of Benjamin, uh, should be over the other tribes of Israel. So a lot of what he writes is going to be pushing that agenda of promoting the tribe of uh, Benjamin uh, so that it's seen as a, a leading tribe and so that the other tribes will follow that tribe. So N's primary concern is he's trying to get a uh, he's trying to get a strong military force together, uh, and he does this by trying to unify Israel because uh, beforehand it was they were more of like a, uh, a confederation of a loose confederation of of tribes where they don't always fight together, and so uh, N is trying to 
uh, write that back into the history and say that, yeah, you know what? Israel did fight together and they won battles and uh, this is how things should be now. And kind of tied in with that is uh, so all this this military and this leadership of, of, of the tribe of Benjamin, that all ties into the kingly line of Jonathan, which is a little bit different than what we're used to because uh, Jonathan isn't known of forever becoming king because uh, later sources come in and they write in the, the Davidic the Davidic agenda and they're undercutting Saul and making Saul look bad. Whereas in uh, the Northern Book of Judges, Saul is actually a fairly good character. Um, and Jonathan is an even better character. And so the descendants of Jonathan want to uh, maintain that uh, leadership, maintain that kingship over the other tribes of, of Israel. And so that's gonna, be, that's gonna be the agenda of N and his writing of this narrative. Uh, the other, uh, one of the other main agenda points for N is gonna be pushing the idea that Yahweh is Israel's God. So in the Elois, we didn't really have uh, the term Yahweh used. It was Elohim for the most part. And Elois was concerned about uh, the Elohim in, in Canaan being the Elohim for Israel, not an Elohim outside of Canaan. Uh, but N uses a name, uh, which is Yahweh for God. And he basically is writing Yahweh into the history of, of Israel, trying to convince them that he, he is Israel's God, and he has been Israel's God. And so you're gonna see a lot about Yahweh and how he is Israel's God. And connected with that is uh, saying that, and is gonna be saying that, or showing or proving that Yahweh is also a strong war God. So uh, this ties in with the strong military force again. He wants, uh, and is trying to get basically people to volunteer and to, to uh, come out to fight for Israel. And so these uh, stories of heroes, these stories of Yahweh winning battles, these are gonna encourage people to come out and fight for Israel because they're gonna have an attitude of like, okay, you know, we can, we, we can win. We've got this strong God. Uh, we've had heroes in the past, so it's, maybe, it's probably worth coming out and fighting. So in the Elois series, I did a theolog theological impact uh, in, in each episode, but I'm not gonna do that in this series because uh, just, there's, no theo there's no theology and it's, all, it's mostly political propaganda. Pro propaganda. So there's, there's really only two theological points. Uh, one is Yahweh was the God of Israel and Yahweh was a strong war god. And if you, you can pretty much just jettison any other theological uh, meaning that you've been told uh, out of these texts, because it's really not there. It wasn't never in the intended meaning. The intended meaning was political propaganda. So, <clears throat> so there's that. And uh, also, it was, I found it very difficult to find anyone talking about uh, these, this text in particular. And when they do talk about the, the characters in the Northern Book of Judges, they really focus on the, Yah, the Yahwist, the Yahwist parts that were added. And, you know, Christians think of themselves as Baptists or Calvinists or whatever, but they're really, they're pretty strong Yahwists. They just, they love that dude. Whatever he wrote in the Bible, they are all about his, his stuff. They uh, 
tend to focus on that aspect a lot. Uh, and then even if they do talk about the text in the Northern Book of Judges, it's used as a jumping off point um, to talk about theological topics that they want to talk about. Uh, or they take an allegorical approach, which is a whole another can of worms. Or they use uh, it's like a character study, so the morality of the characters in, in the stories, which is really not the intention of the narrative. Um, so I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to have a theological impact because there's. Uh, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I'm telling you what the theological impact is, is, is that there is no theology in there, uh, except for the two points that I made already. The Yahweh is God of Israel. Yahweh is a strong war God. So I hope you enjoy this series. Uh, please, if, if you like my work, leave a review on iTunes for me. You know how many iTunes reviews I have right now? I have zero, okay? And I know there's people out there that like my work, and I have no reviews. So if you like my stuff, please uh, leave me a five-star review. Also, share share with your friends. I have a lot of atheist uh, uh, followers now, so if you have an atheist friend, you can be like, hey, listen to this podcast. And then if they're like, now I know all the contradictions in the Bible, then you can say, hey, there's more to the Bible than contradictions. And if you have a Christian friend, you can share it with them too. And if they're like, now I'm reading my John MacArthur commentary, you can say, hey, burn that and then listen to this podcast. So uh, I really think the podcast podcast is really good. Uh, there's going to be blog posts connected to each uh, episode so you can see my uh, thinking and my details and the causal uh, connections and what I've, what I, what the text that I mirrored. Uh, so, you know, a little more technical aspects of things. So now that I've offended everyone, if you would like to f- support me financially, you can go to the support section on my website, mirrorreading.com. And uh, I have Patreon and PayPal on there. So, you know, $3 a month. If I could get 100 people to do that, that would be awesome. Uh, 300 bucks a month, would I could buy some commentaries. I could afford to spend more time mirror reading. I could do more. So, and I, I really like doing this. But um, unfortunately, f- uh, you know, financially, I'm, I, can't, I can't afford to do this all day. Um, so I have to uh, prioritize my time and you could help me prioritize me reading a little bit higher if you would like to. Okay, that's it. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for listening. <laughs>